Hello, and welcome to another podcast. I'm quite enjoying doing these. We're churning loads out, but I've been trying to think of like the positioning of what we do, because it's not the most serious news that we look at, but it's it saves you reading through a newspaper, or it's like reading through a newspaper on a break with someone who's trying to be funny, trying to be Mr. Funny beeps over there. And that's my job in this, isn't it? I'm like reading the newspaper with you, then going, oh, it's a joke. <laughs> Now I phrase it like that, maybe it's not worth listening to. But anyway, you've downloaded it now, so it's too late. Have a listen. And here's what we did earlier today. <sighs> and we're up and running. Um, I've had a few coffees today. That's good. I'm back on the coffee. So hopefully that means the show should be all right. What's on the list of things we're doing in today's show? Um, James Bond. I'm about to ruin the films for you. And it's not like, who's going to play the next James Bond? And then we can have some woke argument. And actually, I think we're banning the word woke on the show because it's just it's divisive. No, even worse. Even worse than anything to do with the films. Um, Larry's got some entertainment news, no idea what he's talking about. I'll try and do a Strictly update, but can you guess whether I watched it or not this weekend? Correct, I did not. And then, oh, a politics update as well, because we're a serious show. Shut your face. Entertainment news, so it is. The most important of all of the newsers. And to find out more, we're joined by a man who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What you got for us? 80s singer Boy George is going on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Brilliant. The only problem is it will look like Ant and Dec really want to hurt him. Oh, I see. Because of the song. Yeah. Yeah. The star signed up. Do you think that they will make him eat a chameleon? Well, I suppose what goes around comes around. Why would it... Oh, I see. Karma. Yeah, very good. Like the song. Okay. The star said that he was... Was he in the Church of the Poison Mind? I know the song, but what does that have to do with I'm a Celebrity? No, you're right, actually. I got carried away. I'll stop doing embarrassing puns now. Good. Do you think that Boy George will enjoy the camp? Oh, totally. He's been camping it up for decades. Oh, so now you're doing bad puns. Well, you started it. Let's just bail and regroup tomorrow. Okay, toodles. Britain's Secret Service is having to recruit health gurus to try and keep a watchful eye on the spy's waistlines. The exec will ensure that they don't get too tubby. Oh, no, we've got fat spies. We should have seen it coming. As we all get more obese, of course spies are going to get more obese. Like Mission Impossible, but where they just get wedged in the vent. Uh, can you let me out? Fetch the butter. Why, are you trying to get loosened out because you're wedged in? No, I'm just hungry. You know what I mean? Um, the bosses at the intelligence service, MI5, are looking to recruit for 45k a year occupational health experts to try and help people not get too fat. And the newspaper's done loads of James Bond-style puns, you know, like the pies who loved me, pie fall, pie you only live pies. There's a lot of pie-related puns in here. But I just think it, it will ruin the mental image, won't it? If we now think that James Bond is obese, it just means... The next film will probably involve a scene like this. Now, pay attention, 007. I have the latest equipment for you. The uh, laser-guided missile pen or grappling hook tie? Not this time. You've been issued with this. What is it? It's a Stairmaster. Help you burn some fat. Does it explode? It might when you stand on it. And what's this? This is only as a last resort. This ring has a secret compartment with a pill in it and... That's a cyanide pill cube. No, it's a laxative. As I say, last resort. And what's this? The latest gadget. It's an air fryer. Actually, I want one of those. Yeah, everyone seems to want one of those these days. Time for our new recurring feature. 
I've been promising we'd continue to do this, and a lot of people like Strictly, so we now have our new feature. Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. But I've not watched it. But still, we're managing to do it, even though I've still not seen an episode. Um, it's because I know someone is on it. I know Ellie Taylor, because she, in theory, still has a contract working on Late Night Mash, but she's obviously a bit busy right now. Um, but so I'm reading stuff from the newspapers to keep us up to date with Strictly Come Dancing, whatever it's called. Um, Kim Marsh has been struck by crippling dizziness. Apparently she feels sick and dizzy. Yeah, so do I. I only watched the thing. Hey, I've not even watched it. It's a joke, though. Um, the former Coronation Street star, who is paired with... I have no idea who that is. Um, suffers visual vertigo after developing an ear, inner ear problem. I mean, this poor woman's ears have been through a lot. Because not only does she have some sort of vertigo because of the inner ear, she also had to listen all, to all the songs in Hearsay. I don't know why I'm being mean. I really like those songs, anyway. Um, so, you're up to date for today's... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Right, then, let's get down to business. You know, I'm a serious uh, satirist. You know, technically, I'm a satirical comedian because of the th things I work on. Which means I thought we should start doing Politics Watch. Of course I've made the jingle. Politics Watch. Politics Watch. Oh, dear. Um, today's Politics Watch, Suella Braverman, is in the news because she said her, her actual name is Sue Ellen. Fact. So, apparently... Um, it's named, obviously named after the TV show Dallas. The US show was massively popular when the now Home Secretary was born in the 80s. Feisty Sue Ellen Ewing, played by Linda Gray, was the wife of villainous J.R. Ewing. Sue Ella said, So my name is actually Sue Ellen, because my mum was a fan of Dallas. However, my primary school teacher didn't like it, uh, the hyphen, so they came up with Sue Ella. There you go. Fact, it's not the most in-depth political analysis, but you're up to date, aren't you? Imagine that, that her actual name is inspired from a thing where rich people kept getting rich and if you if you were in charge of oil, you'd be absolutely well off and, and greed was seen as being good. So, you know, she's really travelled. Um, there you go, up to date with today's Politics Watch. Politics Watch. Politics Watch. Liz Truss is in the news. I mean, she would be. She's the Prime Minister. That's how it goes, isn't it, really? Did you hear any of the interview that she did over the weekend? Me neither. Um, Liz Truss, according to one newspaper, has launched a dash for growth. She's all about growth. You know, you mentioned that? She likes growth. Apparently, the growth that we're going to be doing is growing more lettuce. That's not the kind of growth I thought we were talking about. You know when she said we need to make the pie bigger? Does she actually think it's a pie? She's made a bid to produce more tomatoes, lettuce and cucumbers in Britain. The government is launching a new salad offensive. You see some people and you think they think salad's offensive, but um, it scrambles to make more farmers produce stuff in the UK. And I'm all in favour of that. I like the idea of having food without massive uh, food miles, you know, how far it's travelled. But I, I don't think that's going to be the solution. What was the thing that saved the nation? Oh, people just couldn't wait to get enough of that lettuce. <laughs> I feel we could do the tip of the iceberg joke again, but when I did it last week, but... Um, we could also do jokes about how she's turning over a new leaf and got that wrong. Or, someone said to her it's not rocket science and she thought it was the other rocket. I don't think they're the jokes, but either way, it's not going to help the economy. There's a story in the news about how the price of wood is, is getting worse. And I was trying to do a joke about soar, like the price is soaring. 
like S-A-W, but also S-O-R. And I realised, I saved that one for written down. It's, that's never going to work, is it? We'll find something else to talk about. What else in the news? I mean, in the next hour, Larry's got some entertainment news. There's this entertainment one. Um, supermodel Cara Delevingne uh, earned $7.2 million, even though there are questions over her erratic behaviour, which is weird. It makes me think that my erratic behaviour really should be earning me more, but... While we're talking about earning more, let's do this story. This might be filed under the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Nearly a third of staff would rather their boss ask them how they're feeling than they get a pay rise. So given a choice between a pay rise or their boss say, how are you feeling? They would pick the second one because they are needy. Needy little me me me's who want everything to be about them because look, Firstly, you know if your boss asks you how you're doing, they don't care. They don't want the answer. Have you noticed that in life in general? People say, oh, how are you doing? And you just know. There is, there is no point in which you could sit down and be like, really tough at the moment, actually, and sit down and have a little sob about it. They don't mean that. However, if you ever get the choice, and it's a stupid choice because no one's ever given the choice between pay rise and being asked if they're all right. But if ever you're given that choice, do me a favor and pick the pay rise, would you? And then... Take that extra money and give it to me, and I'll pretend to care. Oh, I'm really good at it. I'm an introvert, so I've pretended to care about conversations with, like, most people in my life. So that's... Found a way of earning money, and my erratic behaviour helped. Maybe Cara Delevingne was right. This one, final one we get to get... Our, oh, look at this. Figures used to justify low-traffic neighbourhoods were wrong, according to a transport chief. Um, a flurry of new LTNs, lower transport neighbourhoods, which limit driving in residential streets, were created in 2020. Cost of 225 million they spent on this to uh, apparently encourage walking and cycling. But a review has now found that significantly overcounting happened it, to increase um, the area, the residential areas in 2009 to 2019. So they oversampled how much traffic was actually in the areas to justify putting it in. I'm not in favour of them. And it's not because I'm one of those old men who likes to drive. Wait a minute. No, think about it. Oh, it's truth. It's happened. Maybe I am. I do enjoy a nice drive these days, but I'm getting that old boiled sweets are in the car, so it's always a worry. However, did you ever... I think it's annoying, isn't it? Whenever you get one of those areas, you think, oh, I'll just nip down this street, and you can't because someone's put a massive plant pot there. It's like we've been invaded by Charlie Dimmock. They just put these huge planters in the middle of the roads, which then means you can't get um, ambulances down them. Absolutely stupid. And the first time I discovered one of these, I was in Hackney. And I was parked on a street and thought, I'll just drive, you know, drive to work. Come in here, actually. And I couldn't get because they blocked off the top of the road. So I turned around and went back to the next street. And they blocked off the top of that one. So I turned around and then I went back to the next street and they blocked that one off. So I stopped and had a little cry. And then I pulled off again and headed to where I thought, OK, well, I'll join it up here. And then closed that off as well. And by the time I'd done, firstly, my shoulders looked great. But, you know, really hench. However, I must have burnt so much fuel <laughs> going for a half-hour drive trying to find the flipping way out that I'd already offset any benefits that were going to happen from not driving around there. And I'd say that's your podcast done for the day. You're up to date with some pointless things from some tabloid newspapers. I keep selling it badly, don't I? Um, subscribe to wherever you found this, then you can listen to however many you want. You can also track down comic-solving problems on YouTube. Me and Eric McElroy doing some streaming comedy stuff. Free, but we do keep asking for donations. We're annoying like that. And um, Late Night Mash is on telly. You can watch both of the last series on UK TV player catch-up type thing. 
the podcast of this you clearly are aware of, and there are newspaper columns. Get them found. They're on my Twitter. Tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.